Welcome to this episode of Raising Killen, the podcast to motivate, inspire, and educate parents raising kids with special needs. Today's topic for discussion is, is horse riding an effective therapy tool? I am your host, Marsh Naidu. My guest today is just as comfortable in the barn as she is in the boardroom. Put your hands together for Sonia Bugs, founder and executive director of Healing Horses Inc., a nonprofit organization in Dyersburg, Tennessee. Welcome to the show, Sonia. Thank you, Marsh. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Y'all, I've known Sonia for the last three to four years, during which time Kellen has taken lessons with her. What inspired you to get, what inspired your love for horses? Well, I don't want to tell too much history about myself, but when I was eight or nine years old, I'm an Air Force brat. So all the kids in the neighborhood had horses, and my sister and I decided that we wanted to have one too. So we uh, were able to get a couple of horses. My first horse was actually a 17-hand, which is a very, very big horse, 17-hand quarter horse. My sister got a POA, which is a Pony of America. So we were able to uh, go to the stables each day, uh, feed, water, have to clean out the stalls, which taught us a lot of responsibility at a very, very young age. So that got me started into the equine part of my life. What led you to starting healing horses, though, Sonia? Well, I had a really good friend who has... um, multiple sclerosis and her doctor actually recommended some equine therapy for her disease. Listeners, that's basically uh, using a horse to develop the uh, the goals of therapy. What are the other uh, benefits? benefits of- by getting up on that horse, um, you are working core muscles and uh, your arms and your legs where you might not be doing that just in a a normal setting somewhere. So it's incorporating that balance and and that coordination. And it's also doing your therapy in a fun way with you not necessarily having to think about it. Well, and you know, equine assisted therapy is, is not just for people with physical disabilities as we do work a lot with folks with autism with people that have blindness emotional issues so it's not so much even the physical part of what they actually receive through equine assisted therapy it's also you know gaining that confidence in what they're doing when they're on top of that horse or even uh, grooming or brushing or learning how to put a saddle on So there's a lot more benefits than just being up on top of the horse and and the physical part of uh, equine therapy. We try to make it a good time. We try to make it fun. We laugh. We sing. And uh, we call them participants, which is going to be the students. They have no idea what they're actually receiving being up on that horse. They don't know that they're getting the the physical strength through the core, uh, even doing a two-point, which is where you stand up in the saddle. They're, they're not, they don't have any idea when they're tossing that ring, when they are neck reining around poles and barrels, what they're actually doing to strengthening, strengthen their, their self, their uh, physical uh, body. But also the confidence that they're learning uh, in themselves uh, through a lesson where I may, I may teach, uh, you know, something about memory. 
and they actually remember what they're supposed to do. Or uh, um, let's say someone who really has never uh, spoken very much before. Right. And uh, I've had some students that have got, you know, autism, and they never, they've never spoken, but they'll learn to say, walk on, and whoa, and that's a big that's accomplishment. A big so um, there's, there's lots of uh, positive things that come out of uh, just the horse therapy. Sonia, healing horses, is, is, so has been in operation for about five years now. What kind of pa- participants have you had coming mm. to you through this time? Well, we have, uh, I mentioned autism. Yes, ma'am. CP. The list that we do, I have to stop and think here. I've had a few with Down syndrome, um, some learning disabilities. Um, I've got uh, one or two that have had some head trauma. And uh, I've had some with uh, just emotional issues as well. So it's just not kids as well. Do you have some? Adult participants? I, I have. I, I, we, we try to, the age that we stri- try to start at is uh, four, as young as four. And I've had them up to, you know, in their 50s. Are there any restrictions that would kind of prevent or prohibit a, a person from trying out the equine-assisted <clears throat> therapy? Marsh, that is a really good question because what, what I do as an uh, executive director and a certified instructor is there is paperwork that I have to give the guardian or the parent that needs to be filled out. And in some cases, uh, the physician has to be involved as well to make sure it's going to be a benefit that is going to help this individual that is not going to harm them physically. So I have to, and I'm not a doctor, but I have to study and do the research on what the disability is to make sure it's going to be a a helpful, uh, needed uh, therapy for that person instead of something that might hurt them. What have been some of the highlights over the last four years, Sonia? The highlights, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it is such a blessing to me every, every week. Um, we don't necessarily shut down through the year if the weather is permitted uh, based on not, not being too hot or too cold. We try to have lessons uh, a couple through the week and then you know on Saturday mornings, but um, it blesses me and the volunteers so much to see uh, the accomplishments that these participants, when they started with our center and how far they are now, uh, again, going back to some of those that barely said a word or two, and now they they laugh and they sing and they will say, walk on, um, uh, some other, uh, uh, as, as far as physical uh, uh, highlights that, that I've recognized is where you might have had a child that could barely sit up in the saddle. Right. And now they're sitting up on their own. They're holding the reins. They're neck reining through all of the patterns that we put before them. Uh, so uh, those, are, to me, are some of the highlights. And the challenges, I'm sure running a nonprofit is no easy task. (laughs) What are some of the challenges you'll face? You know, we've been so blessed in Dyer County to have so many people that support us and believe in us because we are a nonprofit. You know, we we run solely off of what... is donated to us. We have been able to, to, my husband and I have had this going even before we even really have some donations coming in. And, uh, you know, I look at this as a ministry and God has provided very richly for us to be able to 
to survive because it um, it is very costly and expensive when you have five, say five uh, therapeutic horses you know in a program as far as uh, getting the word out to people that we are a nonprofit you know that that has come from uh, word of mouth and just uh, the folks that are in Dyer County knowing us and and uh, what we are trying to accomplish you all and I, I have to mention the farm to table event that takes place annually and that just keeps on growing from strength to strength. <coughs> Tell us about that farm to table event that you'll have once a year. As a we, well, we've actually, I'm so glad you, you mentioned that, Marsh, because we've got another one already scheduled for September the 24th of 2020. We're working on details right now. Uh, this will be our fifth year. Uh, it, and I can't, can't believe it's been five years coming up. Um, we just have um, the most amazing meal. Kurt and Leanne Walker provide their venue, which is an amazing barn. Uh, we have, of course, the board uh, works very, very hard in uh, the preparation for this as well. We have, um, we've had FFA children from both Dyer County and Dyersburg that have participated and helped us serve. So it's just a really fun evening. But that is our one big fundraiser a year that we have had so that is coming up mark your calendars for september the 24th of 2020 um so for that parents out there that mom that dad that caregiver that's considering the uh, equine assisted therapy for their Mm -hmm. kid what would you what would you say to kind of push them over and to uh, encourage them to to look at it as a therapy for their child Uh, mars i think that uh parents should uh, absolutely consider uh, equine assisted therapy for several reasons. Go out to our Facebook page and, and look at Healing Horses Inc.'s Facebook page. You can see uh, where we have shared many uh, things that we have done at our center. But it it just will it will give that person an opportunity to have something different to do. Uh, and not not all of our participants can ride. Okay, some of them. Uh, may only lead a horse around the arena, but it is something additional and extra that that participant can be involved in and exceed. Okay. Sonia, how can parents reach you? Where can they reach you at? Uh, Healing Horses Inc. at gmail.com. Thank you for that. And then also private message me on our Healing Horses Inc. Facebook page. For those parents that don't live in Dyer County, um, how would they be able to source a place to take their kids to in terms of a place that offers the equine-assisted therapy? I'm so happy that you asked me that because, you know, it's just not about us here in Dyer County. This is what we can do nationwide. So PATH is Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship. I would recommend they go up on that website and look for a center close to where they live. There's several several of those across the United States. So they need to reach out and see what might be close to them and just check out their center. Y'all, we have come to the end of another podcast, and I hope that we were able to provide you with the information you need to make your decision. So until we see you the next time, remember to get to the top of that mountain. This is Marsh Naidu signing out.